in the darkest corners of the podcast dungeon, you have come across another goddamn horror podcast. With Graham Faye, Jonas Barnes, and Ryan. Welcome, everybody, to yet another goddamn horror podcast. What's going on, everybody? I'm Ryan. I'm coming to you from um, kind of a sunny... It's funny It's funny here in the fall because it's, like, sunny, but everything's still wet. I think that's, like, the perfect fall day. Like, it still feels like it's raining, but it's been sunny all day. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Jonas? Yeah, absolutely, dude. It's, like... That's one of, that used to be one of my favorite types of a day in Portland is where you could hang out and it's outside and it's like slightly warm, but it's like, it's got that, it feels like you're standing in front of Multnomah Falls all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Like, I like that. You know, New York, I, is definitely, New York is definitely not like that today. New York has been, New York has been a weird bipolar weather thing for the last week. And like today it was almost 60 degrees, but then it was super fucking windy. So it was like, we're going to give you a little bit of warmth as a treat, but then we're just going to fuck all that up with a lot of wind. So like, it was totally. just whatever. You know, every, every time I go to Multnomah Falls, I, I feel like a tourist. I, I just like Multnomah Falls. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I never, I never get tired of looking at it when I drive by it. It's like the most visited thing. I don't, I, Crater Lake might be the most visited thing in the state, but uh, to all our worldly listeners, uh, uh, Google search Multnomah Falls. You might need to figure out how to spell Multnomah first, but um, um, and it's just a big, beautiful waterfall on the side of a highway. How about you, Graham? Dude, any, any anytime I go back to Portland, I go to Multnomah Falls. Yeah, every kinda, time. Like it's get, just it's awesome. Yeah, Graham. What what's up? Uh, nothing. I don't know. I I didn't do much today. It was nice. I walked a dog for a while in the park, and we watched some of a baseball game it wasn't very good neither team was very good so um that was about it (laughs) then i came home and laid down with my cats and what park um the parade grounds right below prospect park Hmm. there's a bunch of baseball diamonds and stuff there Cool. cool oh so you're watching a live game yeah, yeah. No, we went to the park and watched like a game. It was it was I felt like I was doing something, but sure. you know. I think so. They sucked, so. <laughs> well, that is uh, awesome. Uh, they were adults too. It wasn't like kids. It, I I'm not like, oh, those fucking kids are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, fuck those kids, man. They These are like 20, 30-year-old dudes. They could barely hit around. they could barely hit the <laughs> hit, hit the ball off the tee. Um, <laughs> I actually wish this was a little league game now, and that you just did a heel turn, and you were like, "Fuck these yeah. little league kids, they're terrible." Like, <laughs> you're like shit, Graham's having a bad day. <laughs> well, uh, this week in uh, furthering our month of comedians, um, we have a very special guest. Uh, one of my favorite Portland comics, um, actually, one of the first people I saw do comedy in the Portland scene, um, and. Uh, one of the uh, I don't know, just really one of the best uh, uh we have uh, dan weber here what's up dan hey what's up you, going, when did when did when did you see me? when was that when when was that the first print like i want to register how good i was when you saw me like if it was <laughs> seven it was, years ago then i'm sorry uh, <laughs> it was um, <laughs> it was it was four years ago ish okay. and, and it was at it was at funhouse 
Okay. Um, doing the open mic. Um, like you were like one of the first like presents that I that I you know like oh, for, you know like back when back when that Wednesday open mic was was cranking and sure yeah yeah you know, and uh, um, um, you were you were there uh, you know Jen, Dylan Jenkins had taken me to there and uh, uh, I got you yeah and uh, and then you were there you were you were <laughs> I think actually dude honestly I think one of my first uh, one of my first gigs in Portland was also with you uh, Dan and I think this one I can't remember the venue name because I'm not in the loop anymore with the Portland venues but it was one of the Bridgetown venues that was right across the street from the space bar or the alien bar or the space the room it was yeah you're yeah, talking about right the bar of the gods Part yeah. of the gods, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That was that was one of the first like legitimate shows that I did in yeah. Portland, and you were on it. That was, I mean, I think you were actually hosting it, but yeah, that was. I used um, to run that show a really long time ago. Yeah, yeah, um, that makes total sense. So I think that was. I think I booked you on it at some point, for sure. Yeah, I, I know I did, but that was actually one of the funner, like, more fun venues in Portland as far as like just a straight up <laughs> bar gig because it was yeah. insane. Like it was, it like it was a traditional, like absolutely batshit fucking crazy bar gig, and those are always fun. Like if you're gonna do a bar gig, it needs to be just on the border of being a piece of shit, but like yeah. just a, not enough to be fun, you know? Like yeah, <clears throat> and the people occasionally, well, a lot of the time, the people in the audience were uh, they didn't. <laughs> Like I would have to curse at them to get them to shut up a lot of the time. They would, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they wanted to be a part of the show most of the time. So yeah, I mean, it was fun. I like doing it, but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, that ended quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I feel it's like a funny thing. Um, and we kind of talk about this a bit sometimes on the show, but um, about how people feel like they want to be part of the show and they act on it. And it's just such a weird thing in my mind because I would never in a million years yell at somebody performing. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, I, I just, <laughs> I just would never, I would never, to be honest with you, like I would barely answer a question if asked. And, um, you know, like, I, I don't know. It's just, a, it's just a bizarre, bizarre Dude, I, happening. <clears throat> I met, uh, about three months post quarantine. Uh, there have been more hecklers than I've had in a long time. Like I, I didn't get heckled for five years straight. Like no one ever talked to me when I was on stage. And then in the last like five months, I've had like many. And one guy in particular called himself a professional heckler. And uh, uh, I yelled at that guy for eight minutes until the bar <laughs> threw him out. <laughs> I, I legitimately, I despise hecklers that, like, if you're going to be a professional heckler, at least be entertaining. Like, this guy was just dumb, too. Like, he would just, he would just say, what? Like, he would just add nothing. Like, if you're going to be a heckler, at least be interesting enough for me to talk to. But he just right. was a fucking nobody. Just a pile of shit. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's a um, yeah. If you're calling yourself professional heckler, like you better fucking bring the goods. You better be like, <laughs> yeah. you better be and like, weapons. You better be like yeah. near. Yeah, yeah. Right, you better be nearly like an ex stand up who has just decided that like riffing like off of other people's shit is your deal. Or you know what I mean? Like you have to yeah. be like so good at heckling that you can like that. You know what I mean? Like you would literally like you know like 
some of the best chefs or some of the best waiters in the world are ex-chefs because they know the food and all this shit. It's like if you are a fucking if you're going to say I'm the greatest heckler, you better have done some stage time. You better have sure. worked, uh, worked, uh, worked out an act. You know yes. what I mean? You know, so Maybe it's guy, disgruntled. Uh, it, it's a disgruntled comedian that just wants to tear everything down. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was all, neither of those things. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a drunken idiot. Uh. Listen, if you're if you're a professional heckler, then I think I think we know that you're going to be at a Steve Hofstetter show. So that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> he was not good enough for Steve Hofstetter to plant in an audience. So. Oh no, he was that bad. Fuck. Yeah, he was bad, <laughs> dude. I didn't even. I don't. I didn't even put, uh, post the video of me uh, eviscerating him because it wasn't. It was just like me beating up a three-year-old. Like it was. <laughs> it wasn't. Fun. It wasn't funny as much as it was really, really sad. Here's Dan Weber punching a baby. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Comedically. Uh, <laughs> My favorite personal heckling story was um, I did a, I did the they uh, they're not doing comedy anymore, but over at the Blank Slate uh, Bar, rest in peace, Blank Slate Comedy. Um, they had a show there. They had an open mic one night, and they had a show there a different night. Uh, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But uh, Andrew Slater had just come back to town, and uh, he's a, a very good, accomplished comedian, and he went up first. And these two like broy dudes from Vegas in the front just heckled him the whole time, and uh, he's a nice guy, but he was like, kind of pissy about it, and uh, rightfully so. And they weren't stopped. And then I got up there, and they started in on me, and I gave them the Ryan, I'm going to kill you look, and it <laughs> just stopped them down. So I think that that's the like, that's what I love about you, Dan. Is it's like there has to, there has to be a point where it's like, you know, like like this isn't this isn't a game anymore. This isn't like, there's like, there's no, there's no fence between us, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, there's nothing, there's nothing like, there's like, why are you like, why are you cautiously like, why are you counting on an invisible protection system? What do you sure, like, yeah. like, I'm a fucking stand-up comic where, what part of this says that I make good decisions? You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like this is uh um, yeah. yeah, I I did as he was walking out of the building. Uh, uh, tell him I wish he'd get hit by a bus out front so I could watch it, and uh, that was probably <laughs> a bit. That was probably a bit much, uh, but I was really heated at that point. Like I'd got when you when you yell at somebody, it doesn't calm you down; it just cranks it up. So mm -hmm. I was just like on at at a ten. <laughs> it was like uh, it was insane by that point. Um, you also were uh, one of my favorite podcasts. Rest in peace to What's More Metal. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and, that was super uh, fun. I was a big, big fan of it with uh, another one of my favorite uh, local uh, comedians, Noriko Ott, who I, we need to get on the show as well. Him also being a horror guy, but uh, What's More Metal was a really great podcast. Uh, all our listeners should go check out uh, the back, back issue, back episodes of it. It's uh, um how do you, how do you how, what's the best way to describe it so it it's makes just sense. a it's a it's a podcast it's a history and pop culture podcast where we decide in a category of things which of those things is the most metal and by most metal we typically meant what was the most badass brutal sexy or what killed the most nazis that was that was a big <laughs> it's a big rubric there and right you know, so, uh, yeah, and, and we went from we did it for everything like World War Two battle to uh, 
ice cream. Like we did a huge range of things. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was so, it, it, go ahead. It was so fun to turn to tune in every week. It was really because it was like, you guys are so interesting and the, like the, the topics were so funny and so cool yeah. and you guys would find the most cool shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I found that, uh, that um, the Russian, the Russian chocolate bar that is made with cow's blood. That was, uh, <laughs> that was the most metal candy in <laughs> world candy. Uh, it's called a hematobe in case you're wondering. I love it. Of course. Of course yeah. it's called that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <Hitler> <laughs> yeah right. pretty much. That's awesome. Yeah, One of my uh, favorites was, uh, uh, canned foods. And I think it was maybe Noriko that found the canned tarantula. Oh my like, god! Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. Canned, Those there's are canned, real. Yeah, somebody's like buying a canned tarantula out there. That's uh, you know, just things like that. It was uh, um, you know, and it was such a, it was such an entertaining show to tune into every week. And uh, um, you know, um, maybe I had always dreamed of being a a, a fill-in host at some point, but you know, the, you know time marches on. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, it ended, dude. I, so I, I, yeah, I walked exactly. into. I walked into one of our shitty grocery stores and in one of the aisles I walked by and I see a can that said pork brains in milk gravy. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, who the fuck needs that as an ingredient for anything? <laughs> that was, that was my choice for most metal yeah. canned good. Uh, Is that what it pig was? Brain, oh. Yeah. Pig brains and milk gravy. Cause yeah. <laughs> that sounds fucking repulsive, but Enrico right. picked, <laughs> tarantula can tarantula so i yeah, lost i lost that one pretty hard jeez yeah. what what's what's the use for canned tarantula maybe we'll eat it <laughs> I don't, just, I don't who would who know like i don't you know that's amazing i'm gonna be yeah. stuck on that for a while yeah Text, a- dude texturally <laughs> that has got to be the most horrific thing ever because when you can things like that's got to be a moist hairy tarantula and that is beyond repulsive yeah <laughs> everything about that is the worst thing ever <laughs> yes yes it is it is uh, wrong on every level every. i mean i guess i, I guess uh, um yeah they got yeah there it is i'm looking at a picture of it now um but yeah people just you could like probably it. fucking amazon that thing dude you could probably get it amazon prime in 24 hours to your fucking doorstep because that's what part of the apocalypse we're in right now yeah. <laughs> you yes. can just get that <laughs> They also offer if you're not into canned stuff, um, you're, they have edible tarantula in a bag um, from Thailand. Um, apparently, people are saying salted salted zebra tarantula is delicious. It's halfway between chicken and cod. Um, Those people are fucking lying. That sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't chicken and if, cod. I don't even know. That's if a it's cat food, dude. Yeah. Nobody wants chicken fish. That's fucking no, gross. No, no. Uh, the consistency alone makes me want to vomit. That's fucking bad. <laughs> Dude, my cat would be so pissed. He would just look at me like, "Are you mad at me? What the fuck did I do to you?" <laughs> exactly. Um. Well, um, and you're also a horror fan. You, yes. Uh, yep. Um. All, all, all the time. All since a kid, or did you? Uh, yeah, pretty much since a kid. Yeah. I, I mean. The, the horror movies I would watch escalated from like grade school to high school for sure. sure. Um, uh, I mean, I started off watching like Dracula and all those monster movies back in the day. And then, and then Friday the 13th and those things came out when I was in high school. So we got into those and, uh, 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, yeah. I, a buddy of mine, a buddy of mine grew up up a river. Like I grew up in a small town on the Oregon coast and he grew up out in the woods and his birthday was on Halloween. And every year he would have a party at his house. And then his dad would like go out into the woods in this set of trails and set up like scary shit out there. So we would watch a terrifying movie, then go out and wander around in the woods. <laughs> That's awesome. And go back and watch another movie. It was, it, I mean, it was fucking terrifying for sure. And the plot of many uh, a slasher movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. But, you know, it was awesome. It was really cool. Yeah, that um, that's like uh, there's just something about like it's funny like I can live like in the urban environment and just not be afraid of all where where there's like crime and potential for but there's just something about being in the woods and the vulnerability of that that's just it's just unmistakable you know what I mean like there's just nobody here to save you buddy you know what I mean like yeah. that's what it, that's how it feels like it's you know dark I mean? and <laughs> it's a little too quiet and then so, the noises that happen are not happy noises you don't yeah it's pretty bad. And, and let's get real rural people yeah, they're a little they're a little uh it's a, it's a thing you know what i mean like that's they, also that's also a plot line to many slasher movies <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah for sure. <laughs> exactly but like i mean yeah i grew up in a small town dude you don't have to explain rural people to me i, <laughs> right, I grew up right. around them yeah i um i grew i grew up in a small town in colorado too and um and you understand why people are like, maybe we should have guns here because everybody around us is fucking weird. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's like, uh, um, uh, you know, all of our foreign listeners, this is a peek behind the real America. That, like, pretty much <laughs> yeah. like, pretty much like once you get out of the side of like the major metropolitan area, shit gets real weird, real quick. Um, it's, it's mostly it really Florida. <laughs> it's mostly <Yeah>. Florida. out there. <laughs> I, It really I is. I don't know, like Washington State, like when you're driving through Washington State and you can see why Twin Peaks fit in there and you can also see why there's so many serial killers from there. Like, I think I would be more comfortable living in Washington State if I was a serial killer. You know what I mean? Like, I just think I just think the vibe of Washington State just lends itself to serial killers. I don't know. It's just uh, you know, the, upper it. North, the upper northwest of, of uh, Washington State um where like forks is and stuff like that it's really funny because everybody that knows of forks usually knows of it from fucking twilight but that entire area like of of washington state is like uninhabited crazy ass fucking wilderness yeah and like it has it has its own rainforest and shit up there like it's awesome but like if you want to kill and bury a body that's the fucking place to go like <laughs> just go up there Yes, I was going to say exactly the same thing. The Olympic <laughs> Peninsula is just the easiest place to ditch a body, except yeah. potentially for like uh, southeastern Oregon, where there's just no one out there. Uh, but that's a little too flat, I suppose. <laughs> like it's Oregon not a, it's not like dense. That. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oregon is weird because you, like Oregon's got like what five main cities, and then the rest of it is just a fucking smattering of towns here and there but like yeah. there's a shitload of nothing like, <laughs> there's a shitload of nothing in oregon yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's actually, kind of the layout to vermont yeah oh yeah, yeah. for sure <laughs> very similar <laughs> that's where i grew up <laughs> um you know forks uh, you know i'm not surprised though that they filmed twilight in forks 
um, because it's not uncommon for like a super old guy to be trying to pick up on high school girls there. So <laughs> I think that, um... Real quick, I had this debate uh, two days ago. Uh, is Twilight horror? Absolutely. I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, it's like it's Dan? like gluten free, it's like gluten free <laughs> horror, but it's I horror. call it romance I mean, horror. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, I mean, and also because that last movie, there's a shitload of like beheadings and shit. Like they kind of go to town in that one scene. Then right, they retcon yeah. it, but like whatever. It's still I, I I figure vampires, whether they're lame or not, you know, kind of horror, but no, it is beheaded. horror. Anyway, but like I think romance yeah, horror is a good way to give it a little dig, but still consider it horror. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the fact that a werewolf falls in love with an infant <laughs> classifies it <laughs> as a horror movie, just straight out of the gate. Like nothing, yeah, else, there you go. nothing else has to happen, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty horrible. <laughs> that's, yeah. Good point. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally team Jacob though. I mean, it's just the way it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I uh, quit. I'm fucking out of here. No, <laughs> <laughs> like you can't. If we're picking Twilight. If we're picking Twilight teams, I'm fucking off this podcast. All right, no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with Edward just because his his acting career later on is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like, but uh, yeah, and and the fact that Taylor Lautner is is I think like isn't he just a white guy? He's a white guy with like a tan. Like I think he's so he's it's so, really, yeah. it's really bizarre. It's really bizarre. His name's Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, I think there's probably native people named Taylor. Um, but it's uh, but I I don't know. I just I just think it's a yeah. It's a little bit of a, a pretty problematic. Uh, I feel uh, like there was not native people that were named Taylor until Christopher Columbus showed up. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Nobody was naming themselves Taylor here. Um, no. <laughs> Um, so we're going to do today as per a uh, conversation with Dan, um, uh, the best, uh, weird horror, cosmic horror, or, yeah. um, or uh, I kind of can, can put body horror, like really like heavy body horror stuff into that too. Like any kind of, that. yeah. Yeah. Kind I would of, not be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we were fortunate enough to have, uh, Brian Yenza on the show at one point and he was fun to talk to about making those movies and, uh, um he's a it was a it was cool to talk to he gave us a good education on um just vhs movie vhs horror in the 80s and 90s and it's uh it's quite a quite a quite a thing and you, you forget that he also wrote uh, uh honey i shrunk the kids which if you think <laughs> about it is just child's body horror so, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's um it was a pretty Pretty cool to talk about that with him, uh, him and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, smoking weed in their backyard and having beers and watching their kids play and being like, you know what? We should uh, we should make a kids horror movie. And that's what Honey and Shrunk the Kids came out. So, <laughs> um, it was a really yeah. The the sequel was entirely misleading. The title, the Honey, I blew up the kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, i went in expecting something different <laughs> right it's exactly a, a murder um yeah. so um ch- child murder um so i so i think this was kind of a moving target of a of a of a topic but i but i like it um because it is like there is like specific movies that maybe like there's just that that, that one thing um uh you want to start off with what your favorite uh one of your favorite uh um well i mean honestly like it might it might be 
potentially my favorite movie of all time, but it's certainly in the top 10 is uh Mandy. We talked about, we were talking about that yeah. earlier before, oh, yeah. before yeah. it started recording. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. Uh, everything about it is dope. Um, it's, it's grim and fucked up, but also like strangely colorful and weird. Like it's just a very strange movie. And the scene where he walks in to the guy who made the acid that the bikers took mm-hmm. and talks yeah. to that guy with his pet yeah. tiger. I'm like, that legitimately is like having a flashback. Like the guy who wrote, who did that and filmed it and wrote it has clearly been high a bunch of times. <laughs> just a hundred percent exactly how you would respond to that dude. Like they, the conversation they have is like, yeah, that's accurate. That's how yeah. that would go. I um I also think like you know with Nicolas Cage it's like he's so great in roles like Mandy you know what I mean I think when he tried to force himself into other stuff we were all like okay we've had the Nicolas Cage and, and, and I liked the the Rock and uh, Con Air is like like a ridiculous uh, comic book of a movie but and I'll, I'll deal with Face Off. Uh, but too much he tried to not be Nicolas Cage, and then he comes back to, you know, a movie like Mandy, and he did. The, it's part of a slew of movies with him. Uh, Mom and Dad, he did, which is also uh, very good. Um, um, another. It's not. I wouldn't put it in the weird movie category, no, but but it's a weird fucking movie in its own right. Um, in a in a different kind of weird. But um, but it's uh, it's just nice to see Nicolas Cage come back and be like. Fucking Nick, you're like, oh, this is Nicholas fucking Cage. This is raising yeah. Arizona Nicholas Cage. You know, like the yeah. like like, <laughs> like the, the actual know. actor that cares about the role and puts exactly. everything into exactly, it. exactly like everything. <laughs> Leaving Las when Vegas, Nicholas Nicholas Cage. Exactly, sure. exactly. Yeah. When he yeah. when Nicholas Cage jumps into horror, he usually does pretty good. Like, I mean, he he lends himself to the horror genre, I think, really well because when he when he is on, he's completely fucking unhinged, and he's you know he's the crazy Nicolas Cage that we all love. Like he even did he did a movie called Drive Angry. That oh, like, yeah. when you look at the title, <laughs> you're like that movie looks fucking terrible, and then you watch it, like okay, that was actually a badass horror movie. Um, but it was allowing Nicolas Cage to go completely batshit off the walls, and it was you know it was it was as kind cool as Ghost Rider should have been. Like, kind of the same know? with Willy's Wonderland. That, that one yeah. where he doesn't talk, but just kills puppets. It's pretty awesome. I have not seen that yet, and I very faces. much need to. I need to if, see. You, if you saw the trailer and enjoyed the trailer, you're stoked. It's oh, I, basically that. The trailer. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, I'm, so you, I'm on yeah, board. It's awesome. Yeah. I think that's actually streaming on Hulu right now. I think if you... It um, is. Yeah. Um, it's fucking... It's great, just because he gets to be... He gets to physically and visually be Nicolas Cage to the most extreme the whole time. So, <laughs> yeah. right on. Mandy, uh, one of my favorite uh, parts of Mandy, also just because there were so many, like from the axe to like the t shirts that they wore and stuff, there's so many little cool things in that. But the Cheddar Goblin commercial <laughs> is unreal. Yeah, um, makes no sense <laughs> it, no. It, where it has no bearing on anything that's happening in the movie. on any reality and that's yeah. actually sort of like at the end of the movie there's that shot where there's like two moons or something and that's when i was like well this doesn't even take place on earth so, <laughs> yeah. so everything makes sense now 
like, yeah, he he took he got so high he went to a different dimension before he yeah. killed that dude. <laughs> it's fucking yeah, it's it's batshit. Uh, yeah. I guess the dude. Um, I don't know if you guys saw you probably the uh, that infomercial thing that uh, too many cooks or whatever that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. It, it was. I guess the the dudes that did that or one of the dudes did the cheddar goblin segment. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Too many cooks is is pretty amazing yeah it really is <laughs> bizarre it's like yeah. fucking genius too yeah you know yeah. do you know the very very quick backstory to that do you know what the backstory is to why they made too many cooks they literally yeah. just did it to play a prank on people getting really high in the middle of the night that's all they did <laughs> like they, were, they were like we know people smoke a bunch of weed in the middle of the night and watch adult swim because we pay attention to the ratings and stuff like that so we're just gonna <laughs> fuck with them for like 30 minutes <laughs> and that's what they did yeah it, it worked yeah it for <laughs> sure worked. yeah did you ever see the uh the other movie from the director from mandy the mandy director it's called uh, beyond the black rainbow uh no i have not seen it i i've been meaning to it looks rad I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. It's I'm rad. It's boat. very different. It's very different from Mandy in the sense that like Mandy kind of has at least somewhat of a streamlined thing that you can see where it's going a little bit, even though it's crazy. Beyond the Black Rainbow turns the crazy up to a thousand and kind of does it in sacrifice of a coherent storyline in any way. Sure. Um, but visually, it's amazing. And it's a very, very, very weird movie, but it's very cool. Yeah. And what's the the director has a rad name. Uh it's like Cosmonopolis or something. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't remember. But um Yeah, he has I, I a think, crazy. Crazy. Doesn't movie. he have like a deal? Like he's got like a, a few more movies coming out with Cage? He does. Okay. I, I thought I had heard something about that. I don't know anything about it, but I thought maybe somebody did. Yeah, his name is Panos Cosmatos. Panos. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, that was close. Yeah. Well done, Panos. I don't care. What, I'll watch whatever you fucking put out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, Jonas. What's uh, what's one of your choices? Um, one of my choices is Possessor. Mm-hmm. That was on my so, list as well. Yeah, Possessor just came out in uh, 2020. Um, it kind of flew under the radar too, because I think a lot of people didn't realize um what the movie was or like because it didn't really come out in theaters like it came out in like a really limited release and then it kind of like released very slowly onto video on demand services and stuff like that but it's by brandon cronenberg um obviously famous yeah yeah Yeah. it's yeah it's david cronenberg's son um and it's ryan you can probably explain the movie better than i can um but it's it's definitely a weird one and it's definitely more on the body horror side of the weirdness, but also kind of not like the weird, the weird cosmic aspect to it is definitely there. Um, but it's a movie that kind of, it builds up. It kind of, it really like pays off. It's one of those movies that starts off slow. You kind of think that you're not going to like it that much in the beginning because it does start off pretty slow, but then once it starts to turn the corner, and shit starts to ramp up it gets very crazy very quick um and uh it's like a it's got like a little bit of an invasion of the body snatchers vibe to it not necessarily with aliens but like the same thing because it's taking over somebody else's body and living through them um ryan do you want to give an explanation on it 
Well, I, what I like about it is um, is that it, it that it's also got like a kind of like a, a good political inclination because like what they're doing is they're taking over people's bodies. They have like a brain implant thing, and then you kind of like learn about the people, and then you become this person, and then they you use that body to commit assassinations for like high paying clients, yeah. you know. So, um, and then there's but there's a weird like, but the problem being that there could be it can be buggy in there, um, and yeah, you can have glitches. Yeah, you can have glitches, and uh, you know, and that ends up good. Um, but um, but no, <laughs> but um, but um, the movie is uh, it's no joke, and I think that I think part of the. the I think having the last name Cronenberg can be kind of like it's a kind of a like a split blessing, you know what I mean? Like you did because when 100%. it first because when it first came out, I, came out, I was like, oh, it's it's kid, and like and like there's just like a weird thing about that, and you know what I mean? But it is absolutely an excellent movie, and um, and it's uh, it's actually probably one of the better movies I've seen in a long time. It's something I thought about a lot after I've seen it, and I and I like the concepts. You know, it kind of it grapples with. I like, you know, dark corporations and shit like that, which I like, but it also kind of grapples with humanity and like what's kind of important. And then the ending, I won't spoil for anybody who hasn't seen it, but is, um, is, is, uh, it'll make you think for a long time. So it'll, um, <laughs> so right. it's, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, I love Presenter. Yeah. I think wh- when I, f- I saw it, tw- I think you have to see, it. I don't think you have to see it twice. I think if you're dumb like me, you have to see it twice, but I think, um, or you the just first have time to pay I saw, attention to it when you watch it. Sure, like sure. That, well, you know? I think also some of it was the first time I saw it, um, it was hyped up so much by my friend who I trust. Um, but, you know, w- when something goes is hyped too much, you know, I-, I start to pull back already. And the fact that it was David Cronenberg's son's first movie, I'm always like nepotism kind of wary um, automatically. So, but I do love to be proven wrong. That's my one of my favorite things. So uh, the first time I saw it, I was underwhelmed, I guess you would say. Uh, but the second time I rewatched it and uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it's it's amazing. It is. It's a, seriously one of the better horror movies made in a long time. Yeah, very good. Like it's and up actually, there with, with the, 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 the A24 stuff and like beyond, I'd say. I don't know. It's really fucking good. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, and it's it definitely has that weird aspect to it. It has body horror aspects to it. It definitely has like the Cronenberg feel to it yeah. at times, you know. Um, but also, this is not actually his first movie. His first movie was back in 2012, and it was called Antiviral. And it's oh, okay. actually, it's well. also <laughs> a, it's also a really fucked up sci-fi horror film. And that one is much more on the Cronenberg namesake. Um, but you can also tell that it's like it's David Cronenberg Jr. as opposed to David Cronenberg because he's definitely got some shit to learn. But it's still one of those movies that's uh, very fucking crazy um, sci-fi horror movie. So also one that people should check out. Okay, good. I had no idea. Clearly, <laughs> no. Yeah, a lot of people honestly that one antiviral flew very far under the radar. So I'm not surprised that you didn't know about it. It's it's <laughs> one that I just happened to stumble onto when I was fucking around with Tubi one time. So it was just like. Oh, this looks cool. <laughs> that's that's the movie where people pay money to get the same disease as famous famous people, right? Am I thinking about yeah. that right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that's that's the plot, and it's fucking even more bad shit than I just described. It's awesome. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Um, I'll go. I'll go. Um, I'm gonna do uh, Jacob's Ladder. Um, God, that movie oh. fucking rules. Ooh. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it was so. It's so. Um, it's just like as a kid, it was just like they did such a good job, and they brought it all over the place, and like, and you just think about the movie making that had to go into that with so much different different things and uh you know i mean just even from the like the face of the stretching face in the back of the car and the and the and then on the finale which is like you know maybe a little bit more of a trope now but like at the time was really uh really dope um and uh yeah i'm a big uh big um, um, the whole movie there's a you know they they even use a a clip from it in the beginning of a ministry song and uh and I, I think about it every single time. You know, the uh, I'm not dead. I'm alive. I'm like, well, then why are you? <laughs> he asks him, like, well, then why are you here? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, but anyways, I don't know. Jacob's Ladder. That's a, it's a fantastic yeah. movie. Like, yeah. straight up. It's, uh, it's a classic. It's one that you can't really. They tried to remake that movie, and it was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Um, but, and like, that sounds harsh, but if you saw the movie, you'd know what I mean. It's like, it's such a bastardization of the original movie and the original movie is so good at like painting a picture of PTSD and like, just, uh, you know, like basically mental horror. Like it's, it's just, it's such a good movie. Yeah. I, I saw that when it first came out in the theaters, um, and I got, (laughs) I made the terrible mistake of getting super fucking high before I went and saw <laughs> Jacob's Ladder in the theaters for the first time. And I walked out of there like shell shocked. I was just like, oh my God, what is, <laughs> what happened to me? Like, I don't even, uh, yeah, I, I, I watched it since and it, it, I get a little bit of that feeling, but yeah, man, that was, that was nothing like what I expected it to be. Uh, I remember the trailers were, uh, I saw a trailer for it and they were, real deceptive on what that movie was actually going to be all be like so it came out of left field and um yeah that was just fucking madness yeah it's uh um they do a really good job of like keeping you unsettled in that movie (laughs) there's times where you're like well maybe it's going to be good now and maybe things are okay now and they're like nah nope (laughs) we're not giving we're not giving you that you know so every yeah even when even when the guy is being nice to him the the one um the the chiropractor or whatever yeah yeah even in those scenes where he's being nice to him it's still like slightly sinister you're like there's there's something off there's something exactly. off about this right now but i don't know what it is i'm almost more uncomfortable in the in the nice scene it's, yeah you know then it was kind of like uh, the party in hereditary like when they went to the party it's like the only time of glee in any of the movie is like when he goes <laughs> to the party and um like before the, the the bad stuff starts to happen but um it's almost more unsettling then because you're like oh fuck like now some shit like they're they're bringing me up just to put me down you know what i mean (laughs) like they're gonna put put us down hard my name is elia lucero and this is tavon gonzalez and we are ent phone home two brooklyn bartenders who work in a movie theater on our show we talk about the charming innocence of paul rudd movies actors and all the rabbit holes they lead us like shia labeouf and holes or those poor ladies in descent but besides that leonats we also talk about what we're reading and listening to it's our face versus robin versus batman in past episodes, we've spoken about the difference between a Heather and a Veronica with Susan Ken and Megan Plunkett. We talked about zombie caper flicks with our friend Rachel Wilmer. Or the daytime cult of Sweden with Graham Fay. That nerd bro down with Omar Holman. 
Yeah, we're just a couple of renaissance nerds, so please join us on ENT Phone Home wherever you find your podcasts. Peace out, Cub Scout. Um, I was never really a very good pot smoker, um, but one time um, I got like too high and I watched... Um, uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective with some friends and I think it's the, it, and, it, and it was the most terrifying movie I'd ever seen in my life <laughs> yeah. like it was like it, it was it was like just Jim Carrey scared the shit out of me because it's a totally insane character <laughs> and, yeah there, there my, a sir that of, was not weed that was not weed <laughs> that you smoked <laughs> a friend of mine took mushrooms and went to go see a couple movies uh i don't remember what the first one was but it's supposedly a horror movie and they or dune they went to go see dune they were on mushrooms they loved it and then they decided to stick around and watch clifford the big red dog <laughs> and she was like that's the most terrifying movie experience i've ever had <laughs> like that just said i mean it, that movie does sound horrific when i totally. you know, just like, my oh, buddy man. was just telling me that he really enjoyed the new Dune on mushrooms. Yeah, um, that's what he's yeah, talking. About. I was talking about the new Dune. Yeah. New Dune. Oh, yeah, the one in the theater. They, she just went to the, see both things in the theater. Right. Oh, mushrooms. went to the theater and saw it on mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog is almost in the cats category of weirdness. Like it's just <laughs> oh, like, that's what? a movie now too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but Fuck like that exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like there's just some things that are just better in cartoon form. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the, it's just the Lion King, dude. Yeah, the exactly. Lion King live action. Oh my god! Why? The, one Why of the would only you movies, do that? <laughs> one of the only movies I uh, I took acid and and watched Love in a Forty Five, and I just saw penises everywhere in it, <laughs> which was super weird. <laughs> all right, you. That's all Graham. I remember about it. Um, I went with um. Actually, just I went with directors, uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, <clears throat> because they did uh, two, but sort of a lot of stuff. But the two movies I'm thinking of are Resolution and The Endless, which are sort of tied together in the same universe and stuff. And man, they're hard to explain. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of talking and like time loops and just weird, like, like I, I i have no idea how to explain it um but it's so it's sort of cosmic horror because there's like a, a ufo death cult in the endless they're really hard to explain they're really fun to watch and super good i don't know if you guys have seen them didn't the endless come out really recently is that um no like five or six years ago maybe sorry i was they thinking just... of some other movie but yeah um but they also did uh spring which was an incredible movie. And, uh, and they produced uh, a movie called After Midnight, which is one of my favorite oh, yeah. uh, creature features, but it's super weird too, actually, because it's mostly dialogue and suspense until pretty much the last second. And then you're like, oh shit, and it's over. <laughs> super <laughs> rad though. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but yeah, anything that those dudes do. And I just found out J Justin Benson, I, I think both of them actually uh, are doing episodes of Moon Knight for, for oh, Disney. Shit. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. Not horror, but yeah. No, that's still cool, though. Yeah. Um, I wanted to make sure that I get this one out um, while we're on this, because when we were talking about cosmic horror and we were talking about weird horror, this one is like probably my top, top, top. And I want to know what you guys think about this one for a choice. Um, 
I actually bait and switched the guys before we started recording and told them a movie that I was not actually going to pick because I wanted to wait for this one. Um, but Event Horizon is oh, hell probably yeah. is probably my top. Like as far as cosmic weird fucking horror goes, that one tops my list. That's a great Fuck movie, yeah. man. I didn't even but, think about that. It's I have a, a poster up and everything. <laughs> it's uh it's real fucked up. Like the the idea of Oh, faster good. than light travel traveling through hell is a pretty good fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah that's pretty tight <laughs> that's, yeah uh that was that was yeah that movie and uh oh man the guy who was the star of it i can't sam neil sam neil yeah, yeah sam neil. crushes them he kills yeah. he knocks it out of the park yep. yeah yo when he comes when he shows up as yeah like the, as the fucking thing like i'm not i don't give a fuck about spoilers if you haven't seen event horizon by this point fuck you but like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's got some years on it but when he comes out and he like he comes out looking like that demon with all the fucking scars and the cuts and like the everything like talk about good makeup effects and how menacing he fucking looked yeah because yeah. when he's not that he's just a fucking nerdy dude like yeah. you know he looks like a dorky dad but then he shows up after going through that hell portal jesus yeah and space horror is kind of my favorite you know alien and all those like a- anything yeah. in space is pretty i do bad. i do want to give a shout out because uh he was in another movie that i thought is in the genre that's really good is uh it's in the mouth of madness. Yeah, yeah, because uh, totally. that that movie is fucking awesome and is very unsettling <laughs> to watch. Uh, that was wild. Yeah, yeah, it was a real fucking. Yeah, it loops around on itself and makes you question whether or not it's even a movie. At the end, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like what the fuck is this? What is what did I just watch? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's so it's so like I've seen it so many times and it's almost like better every it's it's really it's really one of it's really one of the better movies out there it, it nearly made my list and so did event horizon it's actually the first movie i thought of but i um i don't know i tried to be go for like a little bit more uh, state uh, well i sort of have a, a, a similar uh question for this movie then or i guess the whole series maybe fantastic yeah, yeah. oh that's great phantasm's awesome yeah that's phantasm. weird kind of <laughs> Cosmic. Yeah. No, it's super weird. It's yeah. super I mean, weird. <laughs> and he's got the. It's got, yeah. I mean, multiple Angus fucking timelines. Tallboy is one of the greatest fucking antagonists ever with the balls. Like, that yeah. shit is amazing to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the way that you said that, the tall boy with the balls. The tall man. <laughs> yes. He's the best. The balls. He is. He really is. I was talking he's about weird penises in movies earlier. I'm coming out. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. You took acid, and you're like, just like it was just like dicks everywhere. It was weird. <laughs> just no, start Phantasm paying attention to fan- these clues. Phantasm is crazy. It's it's definitely a weird one because it deals, especially as you like, if you watch Phantasm from beginning to end, like the series, the fucking timelines jump all over the place. There's like different spaces, different times, different universes, different realities, all sorts of crazy shit. On top of, you know, the tall man's, you know, the whole character and on top, like everything. There's, His whole MO is weird. taking dead people and turning them into dwarves to use as slaves on his home planet or dimension. Yeah, that's it's definitely weird. It's definitely weird. weird <laughs> yeah, it's definitely weird cosmic horror. Yeah. Also, the, li- the little sphere things are super fucked up. Like, just, they're you so know. so cool. They're, yeah, <laughs> they're fucking, like, they're just a little 
fucking ball bearing that attaches itself to you and sucks your blood out of it and shoots it out the ass. Like, so many big, sharp, pointy parts. It's so great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan, what was your next one? Uh, I would have to say, because this movie was truly unsettling when I saw it, and it's a, not like a lot of his other movies. Uh, John Carpenter's The Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's not like like a lot of the other ones have an action element and there's almost no action at all in Prince of Darkness, but it is truly a, I mean, it's a nightmare. It's nightmare fuel like that. Oh yeah. That, that last scene in it is fucked up. Yeah. So. It's, a, it's really great. A it's got, it brings Donald Pleasant back to a, um, a John Carpenter movie, which is good. Cause, uh, cause uh, Donald Pleasant's um, even in the absolute worst Halloween movie, which is kind of almost all of them. Um, but even in the worst ones, he is the quintessential professional. He brings 110% to Halloween five. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he is great. So uh, Prince of Prince of Darkness is a great one. Um, it is really at a uh, also one of my favorite boxes ever. To me, like there's a, oh, yeah. there's, a there's a handful of like like horror movie boxes that stick have stuck in my mind as like quintessential you know like it's just like like just walking the vhs aisles of the horror and prince of darkness has always been like in my mind so um i i would just say <clears throat> from my personal perspective if i walked into a church live lobby and they showed me a cylinder filled with glowing green goop I would just walk the fuck back out. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything. With they're like, hey, you wanna, you wanna research this? I'm like, no, nope. I'm done. Nope. The research is that's fucked up, and you should bury it forever. <laughs> like that's you don't anyway. Yeah, sometimes. Like, what sometimes, are you doing? Is it's like, is that what you baptize children in? You guys are crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like place. Like church, like church is like church, like church isn't weird enough. You know what I mean? Like, like the whole, like the whole concept isn't like, okay, you're gonna drink this dude's blood and eat this cracker, and now we have the green. Honestly, like if you're probably down for that shit, the green goop is probably not that far. You know, you you're already in, the, you're already in the obedience. You know what I mean? Like you're in the. I just yeah. agree with weird shit. Uh, um, deal, but yeah. I agree. Uh, <clears throat> there's no segue here, but uh, I did want to give a shout out to uh, uh, fried berry. Um, oh yeah, our, our South African friend uh, Ryan Kruger. Um, that is one of the most bizarre, weird, fucked up movies in a long time, and it kicks ass. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, Dan, but um, I have not even heard of it. Okay, so it's it's, a, it's basically it's a it is on Shutter, and um, it's about a junkie who gets his body taken over by an alien, and the alien takes his body on a joyride. Um, through what is it cape town yeah cape town yeah and um and just fucks and does drugs through the whole night and it's (laughs) amazing (laughs) no no he also kills the shit out of some people he does a lot of he does a lot he gets a lot in (laughs) um and it's just bizarre as hell and there's like penis heads and stuff there you go again um well now i'm sold yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah before i was on the fence but penis right heads. right <laughs> yeah like, it, like, it, it gets real yeah but it's so good and um yeah 
super weird. Yeah, fried fried berry is good. Uh, Dan, you would love it. Anybody who's a fan of like Mandy, um, it's like Mandy with less of a plot. It's just like it's just like, <laughs> sure. it's just, like it's just what did you call it? Party horror? Yeah, party horror. Like it yeah. is like seriously, like it just goes, it's just like and there were people complaining about it online, of course, but um, but they were saying it didn't have enough of a plot or whatever. But I'm like, I don't know, the movie's just cool. Like yeah. it's just like it's just it's just like fun and like and it goes, you know what I mean? And that's and, enough uh, of a plot. An alien going on a joyride in a junkie's body. It's, it's, that's right. That's I all could you watch need. that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> an, alien has a good, an alien has a good time in a junkie's body and hit play now. Like it's such, yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, you don't need anything else. <laughs> Stop with your snobbery. Like you, you need to come off your high horse and just have a good time. <laughs> exactly. Like sometimes, like not everything can be, you know, like the depth of the thing. You know what I mean? Sometimes shit just has to look cool and roll. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like I don't know. Like, not yeah, fried, uh, fried berry is not stepping into the Criterion collection anytime soon, and that's fine. This is a fun <laughs> movie, <laughs> right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, um, and we. Uh, uh, we interviewed Ryan Kruger from from one of our one of our most fur- we've interviewed people. From, what's what's further, New Zealand or South Africa? One one way or another, we, we find New Zealand. It's yeah, it's New Zealand. New Zealand is insanely far. Yeah, yeah it's, but, uh, I think it's the, it's like the almost farthest. the op- it's almost the opposite <laughs> of the glo- on the globe. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, we've uh, we've been fortunate enough to uh, talk to people that that far away, and uh, and that was cool to uh, and have amazing listeners out there. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Cool. Um, Jonas, what's your next one? Um, my next one was going to be Spring, uh, which uh, Graham had brought up briefly. Um, that one's that one is a it's a romance horror body sure, horror, yeah. I guess is the best way to put it. It's about a guy that uh, you know he's going out. I think that he's what in Italy, right? It's either Italy or France. I can't remember. France. Uh, France. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's going out there. He meets a girl at a at a bar. Um, hits it off with her and uh, she is definitely not what she seems to be and once he finds out um, he still wants to fuck her and it's very weird (laughs) (laughs) especially when you see what she turns into so it's uh, it's a real fucking weird one but it's also a really uh, good one it's very well made the practical effects are insanely good the acting is fucking great like it's just it's a good movie a really rad ending too Super I really love that yeah. last like shot and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I mean, there's not a whole lot to go into with the movie because it literally is just about that. The guy's down yeah. on his luck. He's sad and bummed out, and he picks up this chick, and then next thing you know, uh, you're fucking a weird monster. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> and the problems that entails. Indeed, yes, there are many problems that come along with uh, banging a thing with tentacles. monster fucking. <laughs> yeah, but I think all of us would, all of us would be there. You know what I mean? I think, that, like, you know what I mean? Like, how hot is the monster? Have... That's really exactly. the question. Exactly. To be honest, she's, she's pretty fucking hot. So well, then I'm in. I don't. Yeah. Uh... There you go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give. Uh, uh, um, I'm actually going to go for another uh, classic quintessential box. I'm going to go the stuff. I'm going to go the stuff. Does the stuff count? I don't yes. know. If it's, I think it's uh, Dan doesn't seem to. I mean, I, I don't remember that movie. Like I, right. I, I watched it in high school. Um, I just remember it being like 
don't i would i don't know if it's cosmic horror but it is fucked up so sure i guess like in that sense yeah why not like throw it in there yeah and it's just like it's just kind of weird i kind of went back and forth on it a little bit if it kind of fit the fit the thing but i but um yeah so uh but the stuff is in it he's incredible yeah it's a it's a it's a classic you know um it is one of those things that like in like 1991 was just everywhere i was just like the stuff you know what i mean it was just uh people forget the the time that we didn't used to have all the horror movies that we do now i mean dan remembers like you know <laughs> yeah, the, we sure didn't do. we didn't have like <laughs> You know, people are like complaining about The Walking Dead, like you know what I mean. And like, and I even can, I have even quit watching it. But like, I'm not going to complain about it because I know, like, when I was in like the sixth or seventh grade, if there was a fucking zombie movie on every week where the arms got torn off and sweet Greg Nicotero artwork was was on display, I would have been probably had a way better life. You know what I mean? I probably would a, a, a Comic Con might have saved me from many years of, of uh, total total waste. You know what I mean? So um, mm. uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Comic Con does that for anyone, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> I think what you would have found yourself in is you have a lot of incel buddies right now. You'd oh like, yeah, ah. That's true. <laughs> we can't get laid, Chad's like you know some shit like that. Right. So you, you would might be, have... you would be in the company of different different unfavorable white people. <laughs> That's what you would be in. <laughs> um well we're coming up in the hour should we should we wrap the the weird part up and do the questions sure um would you would, that sinister you, six you what else what else you got you got uh, you want to list them off uh dan uh i've got the only other two that nobody's mentioned or three actually that nobody's ever mentioned that has mentioned so far that i watched that i loved was uh from beyond i love that yeah. movie very much oh so, yeah um the more recently the color out of space color yep color out of space yeah it's yes. such a movie. good movie it's very fucking cool movie and um this weird movie with jeff goldblum called mr frost such uh never seen it i don't think it's 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 about a guy that claims to be the devil in a in an asylum and <laughs> turns out he's right <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't want to spoil it but <laughs> he's not wrong about that i mean uh, but it, it, it's cool to jump from Nick Cage to, to to Jeff Goldblum in this because it's really one of Jeff Goldblum's like best kind of like Jeff Goldblumy. Yeah, like you know, he's another actor who has a very specific style that, that tends to a movie, and uh, yeah. this movie was like, oh, I, I maybe written for him. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, because um, it is. Uh, you know, it's him being a serial killer, and uh, you know, at first you think he's a serial killer, and then it goes goes on from there. But um, but it's uh, and just like his behavior and the way he talks and the way he communicates is just is, is just cool. And uh, and it's, it's it's Jeff Goldblum. Like you could just see the director being like, "Okay, Jeff, uh, go out there and do Goldblum shit." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, just like, go up there and be you. <laughs> just just it's like all I really want here is Jeff Goldblum. So can you can you do that here? So. Yeah, Mr. Frost is an excellent um, um, from beyond also. Uh, from beyond, I sometimes prefer over reanimator, honestly, because it's so much weirder. Yeah. Like they're both bizarre as fuck, but from beyond, there's something about it that I'm absolutely drawn to. I love that movie. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't I can't say it beats reanimator. I'm sorry. I'm just, no, I don't no. think it does beat it, 
but I prefer it, I think. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. It's it's one of those things where it doesn't it's not necessarily a better movie, but there are times when you if you had them side by side, it'd be like, Yeah, you know what? I think I'm I think I'm gonna put Reanimator to the side this time. Like it's sometimes yeah. Yeah, it's a good fucking movie. It's a really, really well done, especially for if we're talking weird movies. That one's right up there at the top. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking deranged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, cool. Well, let's, right. uh, unless you want, let's do the uh, Sinister Six. Sinister okay. Six. All right. Uh, six rapid fire questions. Um, opinions. You can, you can explain your answer. You don't have to. It's up to you. Okay. Uh, so, Freddie or Jason? Freddy or Freddy, 100. percent uh, oh. Yeah, I mean he had had. Uh, yeah, Freddy has the best, the best kill lines between the two for sure. <laughs> well, like, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the prime time, bitch. Is one of my favorite. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it yeah, is fucking great. So yeah, Freddy all day, and also cool. he lives in your dreams. Like, yeah, like you you can't escape him. Yeah, that's fucking scary. <laughs> Um, what's the difference between thriller and horror? Uh, a thriller, a lot. The, a thriller is a lot more. Uh, it may not involve any any like scary elements at all. Like it could just be like a political thriller, for example, uh, is a is a movie a movie type that has no horror elements whatsoever, right. but is still yeah. considered a thriller. Like you're you're not really sure what's going to happen next in a in a horror movie. You also don't know what's going to happen next. And it's usually always fucked up. So <laughs> it's like kind of the difference there, I think. That's great. Uh, what horror movie influenced your taste the most? Horror in, uh, influenced my taste the most. Hmm. I, I would have to say uh, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Uh, nice <laughs> because there's a chainsaw duel in that and <laughs> that just that, i watched that and i was like that's the coolest thing i've ever seen like i, I did more that's a of weird this, movie please. too it's a very <laughs> fucking weird movie yeah it's got weird horror it's got weird uh, like funny moments in it yeah and like just it's just it's crazy so it's yeah. such a great follow-up too i think the, yeah. the original is one of my favorites of all time and, and that's such an awesome follow-up yeah. um Okay, if you could erase one movie from existence, what would it be? Uh, it would be a movie called Star Crystal, hmm. uh, which I don't know. You, I don't know if any of you know what that is. Nope. Uh, it was sort of a aliens knockoff, um, where they find a find a like a a star a crystal in space, and uh, they're lost. And then it turns out there's a goop that lives in the crystal, and it gets out and it kills a bunch of people. But then. It hacks into the computer system, reads the Bible, is converted to Christianity, apologizes to everyone for killing them, and then helps them get back to Earth. Holy I, shit. That, that, all, that last part that I described happens in the last three minutes of the movie. So you're watching it and you're watching it and it just takes this hard left turn into bullshit. And my friends and I were like, fuck you. Like we were screaming at the TV, like go fuck yourself. So, <laughs> so yeah, Star Crystal for sure. I uh, that's it. an abortion of a movie. Fuck. And I movie. think, I think you just answered the quickest 
out of any guest that we yeah, have. Yeah, I don't think anybody's had such a, an immediate and, 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 and like a visceral and, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and you came I with still backup. feel the rage. Of the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Invested in me. Yeah, for sure. You had that shit in the chamber. Waiting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah, love it. All right. Are ghosts real? Hmm. Uh, I'd say I hope so. <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think they are. Um, but I'd like it if they were, how about that? Like that's, totally it, it'd be a cooler, cooler world. If hauntings could happen, I just don't know yet. It, and it, yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're real, but it'd be a dope ass thing if they were. So, yeah, I, I'm and, there I, with you. and I bring this up on this question a lot, but I went to Loch Ness uh, when I was in Scotland, and um, and uh, I don't believe in the Loch Ness monster because I'm a terrible skeptic. But um, but boy, did I not look for it the entire like I wanted to be wrong <laughs> so bad. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd <laughs> like, love to find a Bigfoot. I'd exactly. love to see a Bigfoot. I would love to see a ghost. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Meet somebody that was actually possessed by a demon. I'd like to meet a wizard. Like all of those things. <laughs> right. The world is so much cooler if that was all true, but exactly. I don't think it is. Yeah. I want to. I uh, want to live in an alternate reality where you do go out to the woods and you get terrified by the things that go bump in the night, and then Bigfoot shows up and he's actually the good guy. He's just like, "Yo, what's up, dude? I've been here the whole time. They won't yeah. fuck with you. I promise. Like, you got your back." Yeah, he just hangs out with you all night. He's like, "Don't worry about those noises. I'll fuck them up. Those are just wolves. I'm Bigfoot." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. All right, last one: Midsummer or Hereditary? Midsummer, for sure. Nice. My uh, choice too. I, I just like, I just like Midsummer better. I, Hereditary, Hereditary uh, had uh, a few too many like jump scares kind of like they were like i i like i like my horror grim unsettling and but there's like a feeling of inevitability at the you know midsummer just feels like well this is going to end bad from the jump (laughs) and it doesn't really like scare you in any way but it's just unsettling from beginning to end and just just gets more so it just keeps like encouraging your fear of what's coming (laughs) yeah yeah like i'm gonna fuck you up it's gonna be <laughs> fucked up. It just the whole movie just telling you that the whole time, and you're like, "I uh, just do it already." Come yeah, on, yeah, just, 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 just. Uh, I'll deal. I, I'm way more excited to just deal with it than I am thinking yeah. about it. Like, um, yeah, for um, sure. Well, Dan, excellent. if you like, if you like a bleak, unsettling, fucked up horror movie the whole time, you should watch Climax from Gaspar Noé. Oh, it's. <laughs> Yeah, true. That, one, that, one, that one's nice and fucked up, and it's not fucked up in like the irreversible way. It's fucked up in the way that once the nightmare starts, it does not fucking end. <laughs> and the whole time, it is it is bleak, but yeah. it's very good. Yep. Yeah, I I did not care for irreversible. I, no, most people didn't. It wasn't meant to be a good movie. <laughs> no, it, it's like I, I, I think you're cheating if you put in sounds into the soundtrack that make people. Uh, make people's bowels hurt a little bit like like you're just cheating at that point like that's that's not you didn't make an unsettling movie you just made an unsettling sound effect and that's not the same thing at all no also that movie was literally like i hope you're enjoying your popcorn that you just sat down with here's a rake for a while 
<laughs> yeah. just, you yes. know, immediately right out the gate. Yeah. Just there you go. And now you have to not enjoy the rest of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but, um, climax is a good movie and like the tempo yeah. the tempo of the movie and everything is so insane it starts out like very slow and um and then just really picks up to um to the point like where it's over you're like whoa what did i what did i just see um yeah. even during the slow parts it, there's just that insane dance number that's really yeah. beautiful to watch so. and also the dread build in the beginning of that movie to where when when the nightmare does start like you can see that switch flip, but once that switch flips, it's like, oh fuck! And then by the end of the movie, it's just like you kind of have to wash off. You're just like, that's <laughs> that's fucking dark, dark, dark. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, very good movie. Well, awesome. Um, yeah. So now it's time for recommendations. Um, what do you what do you, what do you got, Jonas? Um, I'm going to go with just one recommendation this week and it's because it just dropped on shutter and it's one of my favorite, um, I guess you would call it a psychological horror movie. Um, and that is kill list and kill list is one that I think a lot of people didn't get to see, um, cause it's from overseas. I think it's, I want to say it's a, I don't know if it's Australian or British. I can't remember. Um, but it's a, pretty basic storyline about an assassin that comes out of, you know, a hitman that comes out of retirement and the world that he used to be a part of is not the same as, as when he left it. And it's much more dark, much more sinister than he remembers it. Um, but it's one of those movies that's a little slow on purpose, um, but is unflinchingly brutal. Um, very well acted. The pacing is good. Um, and it's just kind of one of those unfortunately unseen movies um, that I think more people need to see if they're into really dark, um, really brutal, but like down to earth horror. Um, Cause that's definitely what that is. Um, so yeah, it just dropped on shutter and it's fantastic and more people should watch it. Oh, cool. uh, right. I'll go, I'll go real quick. Um, I'm going to say, so I'm going to reiterate what I said last week on the book, uh, Sellout. I, I have been listening to it on Audible because I drive a lot for my job. Um, it's a book, I, if, we, if you not, haven't listened to it, or actually, excuse me, with the Kyle Kinane um, episode, we talked about the book Sellout, and I've been listening to it since then. Um, and it's, it's, it's very good. It's about the, all the... Uh, it's about all the major labels attacking like the punk, you know, and hardcore scene in the nineties uh, following green days signing. And uh, it's really, um, it's really pretty amazing. And it's going to bring me to, I'm just going to like, I got, it's, this is a weird thing. Uh, I am going to suggest listening to at the drive-in again, um, mostly because I didn't like at the drive-in when they came out. I just didn't like them. I, I knew people who knew them and they seemed like cool guys and I was supportive of that. And but for whatever reason, they didn't, um, they, I just didn't like them. And uh, I had a copy of their first um, um, seven inch El Paso and I, I ended up selling it years later, um, but it just never got really into them. But um, having listened to this part about them in the thing, I decided to give them another listen today. And I was like, you know what? At the drive-in is actually pretty okay. Like I, I like I could hear yeah. them for the for, hear them for the first time, and I don't know what I didn't like about them to begin with, but um, uh, uh, it just never caught me. But now I'm going to say listen to the first at the drive-in. So, 
Uh, yeah. Cosmonaut off of uh, uh, Relationship of Command is one of my all-time favorite songs. But they're fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, my turn. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Since uh, since you know we're we're famous international horror tastemakers and stuff, I got uh, an advanced copy of um, the new Converge and Chelsea Wolf, uh, which is called Blood Moon One, and it actually comes out on Friday. And there is a Blood Moon, and not only is it Converge, who are legendary hardcore, post-hardcore, I guess. I don't know, hardcore. Band. I, just call it, I, um, think we, I think we can just go hardcore with Converge. Okay, yeah. Um, and Chelsea Wolf. Um, but Steven Brodsky of Cave In is also involved, and it sounds like a Cave In album with Converge and Chelsea Wolf. And that's amazing if you know those players. So yeah. it comes out Friday. Get it. Blood All right. One. Awesome. You heard it here first. That's right. All right, Dan. Um, besides your podcast, which I want to put, I want to pump up here. Um, okay. you, where where can we find your podcast? Oh, I don't get to make a recommendation. Oh no 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 no! You, you get you know, <laughs> like you get, what? You get, no, you get, I, I want to say that we're making sure you only you, get to recommend your own <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, well, I, I recommend you listen to my podcast. That's fucking weird. I, I know I'm supposed to be more like good about promoting myself, but I'm like, if you want to listen to it, dope. Otherwise, I'm not gonna. I'm not going right. to force it on you. All right. Now do, 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 do your recommendation. And I'll pr- uh, okay. So my recommendation is uh, it's a book. Uh, it's called, it's the Gorman Gast trilogy uh, written, written by Marvin Peake. Um, he was a contemporary of J.R. Tolkien and, uh, but he was also an opium smoker and a womanizer. <laughs> and uh, at one point, apparently like they, they would all get together they all taught at like some, I forget, Oxford, I believe is what school they all taught at. Uh, and then we'd get together him, C.S. Lewis, uh, J.R. Tolkien, and like a couple other guys. And at one point, Marvin Peake stood up at their table and shouted at Tolkien, stop writing about fucking dwarves and elves, and then stormed <laughs> out. Um, uh, in which I, I love J.R. Tolkien. I don't want to make it sound like I don't like the Lord. I do love the Lord of the Rings, but the Gorman Gas trilogy uh, is good. Only really good winter reading because it's dark and fucked up. Uh, it's a good satire on the royal family, uh, as well as just being like kind of fucking creepy and weird. Like it's a, it's like a, it's like a, a horror fantasy kind of. I, I, it's hard to describe. It's very surreal. It takes place in a castle the size of a city, the Gormenghast Castle, and uh, yeah, check it out if you want to. If you if you like reading, and um, you want to read something very smart and also real fucked up, you can't go wrong. That sounds really also, good. Also, you know, more more yeah. people should read. We should we should all read more. It's true. Yeah. Uh, and for what my podcast is, it's uh, a <laughs> reading the Bible with Dan. Um, where I literally just read the Bible line by line and make fun of it. And you would expect that to be a lot harder than it turns out to be. But uh, the Bible is just bat shit, like sentence to sentence insane. Like it, it's, there's so much more crazy packed into that fucking book. And there, there's also like, if you like horror, there's some very good, yeah. like you should just read judges. The, like the, the book of judges 
is like back to back to back action movies. It's like this guy came out, murdered an entire people. And then this next guy did the same shit. <laughs> like it just over and over. Samson is one of the stories that goes on in, in the book of Judges. And Samson is like a uh, next level insane uh, character. So yeah. Um, yeah. Reading the Bible with Dan. Uh, if you're in Portland, does this come out, what, tomorrow? Is it coming yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're in Portland, the Portland area, I'm going to be doing a live version of it with a panel on Saturday uh, at 10 p.m. at Funhouse Lounge, uh, which is the most terrifying place in Portland. Mm-hmm. The um, clown room. <laughs> yeah, the, the, clown, the clown room is, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so i'm going to be doing a live panel reading of uh we're going to do sodom and gomorrah uh genesis of 19 course. of course yeah it's, it, it's you gotta do that insane. one live yeah it's i mean i've done it live a few times but it never gets old so that one is fucking it's so much worse than you think it is um and you probably think it's pretty bad but you don't know <laughs> like you it's so one, much one of my one of my friends referred to sodom as sodom and gomorrah as butt fucking and brimstone and yeah. i just <laughs> it made me laugh really hard yeah that's uh pretty accurate uh <laughs> anyway yeah the funny, so the, the funny okay. thing about sodom and gomorrah like I, I learned about it a little bit in like my art history class is uh uh in babylon and all these places that they're really just like rival towns and like this is what was terrible going on, and it's just a very weird like. It's just like, it's like Shelbyville, it, right? It's like <laughs> no, it's a lot like that. Like they were like, oh, it's just so terrible there. We'll just write about how fucked up it is there. It's a it's a very weird uh, it's a very weird thing that these towns have become synonymous. And like you know, Babylon is another example of that. It's like it was just like written the other town. It's like it's like if the Yankees wrote the history of the of the of the Red Sox, and then it became like fact you know what i mean for for eternity you know what i mean it's just like i don't know it's a very weird um, sort of, um and how they pick those books of the bible is fucking really weird too um I, i've listened to the last podcast a while about picking the book of revelations and like literally like it was like they they had to pick between like seven different versions of it and they picked the one that was the most like like the most interesting really like <laughs> yeah like, yeah that they they were like they were like well we need something that's like more like like horrific and more like out there and kind of like it didn't even really follow any like thing but like it's, it's just, just kind of just let a guy starve to death and only give him rotten rye bread to eat and you're gonna get some pretty amazing writings out of that too <laughs> yeah, exactly. pretty amazing prophecies come out of <laughs> right. that guy <laughs> right exactly um but it, but it's just interesting to sit around and think about people just like sitting around like writing books of the bibles and like the bible people like as a business going like well we probably need a little we need a little more <laughs> a little bit more flair on this last you know what i mean like kids yeah. kids aren't getting it you know what i mean um we got to give them a good payoff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have the beasts. We need more wings and more eyes on those things. All right. Like you <laughs> not that nearly was, enough eyes. It was actually kind, kind of it. Like it was yeah. really like, it was really fucking crazy. So, um, uh, Dan, we really appreciate you having, have, uh, being on the program. Yeah. And, thanks uh, for having yeah. me. Yeah. It's fun. And, you know, and, um, um, and yeah, go check out go check out the podcast. I, uh, it's really uh, one of my favorites. And um, um, and check out the What's More Metal podcast. It's great. And uh, 
and go check out Dan Weber uh, wherever you can see him because uh, you will be uh, has a couple of my favorite bits in town and uh, it's it, um, you will never be disappointed. I'm really sorry that we put that on you, Dan. <laughs> will never be disappointed. Well, <laughs> you will if you like dry bar comedy you're going to be yeah, very exactly. disappointed me at that Super point because i do not do any of that shit no. <laughs> uh, we were just on a show recently in, uh, in a very uh, kind of conservative area and uh watching uh, like knowing what you're like knowing the stuff that you have and then yeah. having to like warn the crowd like just so you know everything after this is gonna be very different. <laughs> You're like, it's gonna be like really <laughs> fucking dark. Yeah, it's, it's I think I'm only. I I believe that I might be the and I it, and I only do it when I'm doing longer sets, but I think I might be the only comedian on earth that lets the audience decide if I should finish a joke or not. Like I'll <laughs> I'll give I'll give the audience a safe word. I'm like, listen, if it's too bad for you, just yell that out, and we'll pull the ripcord on this joke because I've I've learned. Uh, honestly that if i do that the audiences will let me go farther and harder because sure. they feel as if they're culpable now like they feel like <laughs> like oh i gave you permission to say no so they don't i don't know why that is but that's it, it's been the case i've only had a couple of times people be like nah uh, i don't want to hear this <laughs> and, uh, and often it's about like you know me getting molested or some shit like some joke some joke that's like really fucked up and they're like i don't want to please don't and i'm like okay i get it i understand like <laughs> totally anyway so like we were trying to have a good time yeah <laughs> it's date night don't do this yeah this is our anniversary we don't need to hear this tonight yeah. well what's your safe word uh i always give them the safe word of holy shit <laughs> yeah because it's uh, one of those that could be could be real too yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah sometimes people do involuntarily say that at my so show so <laughs> uh yeah just make it a make it a safe word we'll see what happens um well thanks uh thanks dan and uh yeah uh, go check them out you will not ever be disappointed not even once <laughs> um, so, okay okay so um <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, check back soon. we got more comedians coming up for this month. And uh, we got uh, we got people after that. we got some musicians lined up and stuff like that. we got a couple really, uh, really great months ahead of us of, uh, of the uh, podcast. I mean, who knows what's after that? It probably just sucked. Uh, but uh, but uh, thanks for everybody uh, for, for tuning in. We, uh, we had a couple of really great weeks. And uh, once again, thank you. You're still, you're, 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 you are still falling behind New Zealand. Uh, uh, England really, really is, uh, is really beating you now. So they're a, a full percentage up on you. So I'm putting that in your ball court, New Zealand. We have done nothing but give you support. And uh, we are, um, so um, I, I love you still. Um, I don't know about Graham. Graham seems. Uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah, we're, okay. <laughs> we're, all, we're all big fans of New Zealand. And uh, we, we do all these support, support. But please tell other people about the podcast. And um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, go start some fires and break some glass. Thank you very, very much.